0: back to the rise of the Rune Lords. it's me dm clinton and i'm here with uller and uh aiden is playing saris hi nathan is playing Reton
1: you know they have pop tart cereal now
0: okay and alex is playing tara that sounds gross
1: it's actually and pretty good i like it. sounds
2: weirdly weirdly tasty
0: and last but not least <laughs> is sabrina playing harper the roguish bard
3: I don't know if I have tears of joy or tears of sadness, or I'm just tired.
2: (laughs) Okay. Might be all three. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's
0: right. on On that note, the party is leaving the Grawl homestead, and they're on the path.
2: Oh, by the way, I did retrieve the bear trap off of one of the corpses.
0: Okay, good to note. If I remember correctly, you set fire to the Grawl homestead, both the barn and the main... Cabin,
1: yes, yeah, it's dead, it's burning. So
0: it was all ablaze as you were leaving. You, you go the mile, mile and a half towards that glade, and you see that underneath the tree where Uller had hidden himself for his sneak attack, you see a campfire where Vale, Caven, Jakardros, and Shalalu are huddled around a campfire. They look up to you and beckon you on. Hey, guys, hello, welcome to our camp. I see you were successful. Uh, and none oh. of you were lost. Excellent.
1: Yeah, shockingly enough. Just so you know, we found all this stuff.
0: Ah, is that our equipment? Ah, yes, it is. And so each of them starts to equip themselves. Jakardros with the uh, his magical bow, he pulls it back and you can see electrical sparks line its uh, string.
2: Neat. sirs cries in the background. <laughs> vale gets his axes out and
0: hefts them and goes, ah, babies, I missed you. Kaven gets his uh, short dagger
4: and... Rapier.
1: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and one of them is missing a dragon brooch or something like that?
4: No, let's not bring that up.
0: <laughs> all of them say, uh, no, no, no dragon brooch here. No, that's not something we're missing.
2: Oh, good. What about the studded leather chainmail and plus one leather?
0: Oh, yes, those are all our equipment. Okay. Magical leather armor, magical rapier, masterwork dagger, couple of longbows with okay. some arrows. Caven requests the Ring of Protection.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: Okay. Veil, let's see what he wanted a chainmail, a magical battle axe, a magical hand axe, his composite longbow with 20 arrows. Yep. And Jakardros, he had the mighty composite magical longbow of shock.
2: And then the Masterwork Longsword.
0: Masterwork Longsword and studded leather, just regular studded leather. You sit down, sit around the campfire they begin to tell you their tale. Now, uh, we probably went over this, but we're going to go over it again just for our, you guys and our audience remember what was said. Now, the Black Arrows has been a secretive and insular order for decades since its founding by Zarnath Rannick. Traditionally, a wandering order of hunters and rangers dedicated to patrolling the Stole Rise, the Black Arrows saw it as their duty to prevent incursions of giants from the plateau into Versia. When Magnamar offered the order a fort in the shadow of Hook Mountain, Zarnath accepted graciously, but died in a battle against the Krieg Ogres before it was completed. His men named the keep after him, and ever since, Fort Rannick has been instrumental in keeping the Ogres, Trolls, and other giants of the region from spreading too far into the lowlands. During the 45 years they've been stationed at the fort, the Black Arrows have inducted new members often. Typically, petty criminals given a choice between severe punishment or a lifetime sworn to manning the walls of the fort and patrolling the perilous heights of Hook Mountain. Conditions at Fort Rannoch swiftly made honest men out of most of the criminals, forcing them to engage in a vicious regimen of training that stripped away all sense of their life prior to joining the order. The task of keeping the horrors of the Hook at bay is a grueling one and requires a level of discipline unattainable by many soldiers. They have a reputation for dealing with trouble among the ranks of their order in their own way, coldly, and efficiently. Those who disobey commands are flogged nearly to death before being exiled to the south. Those who betray the order are mercilessly executed. Their justice is swift, their reputation fierce, and it wasn't until three weeks ago that the Black Arrows finally met their match. Of the dozens who once composed the order, only three survive today, and they are in bad shape. Their leader, a weathered old ranger whose worn face is as hard as leather, is named Jakardros. He and his two men, Caven and Vale, are all that remain. Okay, so Jakardros... This is kind of like a montage scene where each tells their tale to you of who they are and how they came to be. So Jakardros starts. He says... I lost my eye to a close call with a Hook Ogre a decade ago. For many years, I was second in command at Fort Rannoch under Commander Baden. I fear the worst, for I know the commander would sooner die than surrender to the Kriegs. After my patrol was delayed, we arrived back home to find a fort under Krieg control. I lost a third of my unit in an attempt to retake the fort. And when we were forced to flee south into Creekwood, the remainder were easy targets for the Grawls. I carry the loss of Fortranach heavily and feel it is my fault that the Ogres were able to take it. Had I been more prompt returning from my patrol, I would have been back in time to help defend the place. I wasn't, and now a 45-year tradition is dead. When I was younger, and before I joined the Black Arrows, I spent a few years as an adventurer. My group eventually ended up in the region around the Miriani Forest, where we helped a small village of elves defeat a group of murderous Ettercaps, led by a green dragon. My adventuring companions all perished in the fight, giving their lives for the elven community of Crying Leaf. I was nursed back to health by an elven princess priestess of Desna there, and the two of us fell in love. I would have lived the rest of my life in Crying Leaf had not my lover, Shanthia, perished when the village was attacked by the resurrected dragon three years later. With my aid, the town defeated the dragon again, but I was too broken-hearted to remain. I gathered my belongings, and within minutes of the dragon's death, I left Crying Leaf behind me, abandoning the sorrowful task of attending to Shanthia's funeral to my stepdaughter. My heart hardened, I eventually heard of the Black Arrows and applied for membership, hoping that service to the Order would help me bury my broken heart. To a certain extent, my plan worked. But now that Fort Rannick is lost, my old melancholy has returned. The loss of the fort wakening similar memories of Shantia's death. I bitterly regret abandoning Crying Leaf, and between wishing I'd died in either the second dragon attack or in more recent ogre attacks my mood has grown increasingly dark and you get a sense team that it's almost suicidal
2: can we roll therapy (laughs) (laughs) roll therapy i I don't know what that'd be i guess he'll check probably but
0: uh sure if you'd like to roll a sense motive um what what are you hoping to learn from the sense motive check?
2: i was just gonna see if
1: he's he's actually like considering committing suicide
0: uh, you'd get no sense, Rhetan, of his emotional state other than from what he just says. And, the, I mean, he he looks sad.
1: Guntarus, flirt with him. Make him feel better.
0: How is that going to help?
1: I'm sure you could think of something.
0: Guntarus, you definitely believe that if something isn't done, Jakardros will not be long for this world.
4: All right, I'm going to approach him.
1: You got to take one for the team, Guntarus.
4: What's up, buddy? How you doing? Uh... Just fine. I'm I'm good. Are you sure you're good? Not really, no. No, this
0: is uh, terrible times. Terrible times indeed.
4: You know, some of us go through the toughest times, and everybody has a sad... I was just having a sad earlier today, actually. Eventually you get through the sad, and then you have a happy again.
0: Well, I, I, I hear what you're having to say, and... I'd like you to make a diplomacy check to see how well I take this, this advice. That's a very good roll. <laughs> Between Tara, 24, and Harper's 22, that's a uh, 26 <laughs> that I see, uh, that lifts his spirits, and he has uh, lifted out of his temporary depth of, of going, you know, you, you point out the fact that Shilelu's here now, and that Jakargos has a chance to reconcile his differences with her, and maybe form a new family. He, he perks up a little, and uh, you feel the danger pass.
4: Keep in mind, I have a wisdom of nine, so that's probably how I would have said it, too. <laughs> Something along those lines. Like, get the point across, but not very eloquently. Okay. My
2: sister, not great with words, but she's got a pretty face and a nice rack.
4: That's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's
0: right. She smiles that smile, and people just lift their spirits. All right, on to Vale. Vale tells his tale.
1: Oh yeah, those are some sweet axes. Now, if that guy That's wants right. to off himself, I mean, <laughs> just saying.
2: Hey, I feel the same way about the last guy. So,
0: <laughs> Vale is a dark-skinned man, dark-skinned man with piercing gray eyes. His towering height of six and a half feet and his muscular build consign him to the warrior's path at an early age. Despite his stature, Vale is a quiet and withdrawn man whose passion for life only awakens during the heat of battle. Vale was born into the Order of the Black Arrow. Both his parents were members, as were his two younger brothers. All of them are now dead, slain either years ago, in the case of his parents, or weeks ago, in the case of his brothers, by various Krieg ogres. Vale's oath of vengeance against the Kriegs has become the only thing holding him together over the past several days of torture and mind-numbing horror at the Grawl's hands, Vale seizes any opportunity to strike back at the ogres with grim satisfaction. Apart from his prowess in battle, Vale also had a passing fancy for sieges and architecture, and spent many of his off hours in the fort talking with the resident architect, a now dead man named Drannis. Apart from battle, discussions about normally dry topics like engineering and fortifications among the few activities that break veil out of his taciturn shell, making him excited and animated. He hands you a scratched out map of Fort Rannick that he drew from his memory.
1: All right.
0: There's a cliff, a forest to the east.
1: Is that a moat?
0: Yeah, it's, it's like a, it's really a stream or a creek that there's a waterfall at the western side of the creek where the cliff edge meets the lower valley a pool that f- falls into and then a couple of bridges leading to gates on the, the walls. Okay. The keep itself is uh, to the northwest of the fort and then there's a stairwell cut into the side of the mountain that goes all the way to the top where the eagles were that they had, they had a, a nest of giant eagles that they would work with. But alas, those eagles did not survive the Krieg attack. We'll talk more about that later with our plans, says Jakard Rose. Our plans to take back Fort Rannick. The last of the remaining Black Arrows is named Caven Windstrike, a handsome man with dark hair and emerald eyes. He's traditionally been able to get what he wants out of life via his good looks and smooth tongue. He was a wayward youth born to hairy parents in Turtleback Ferry and his antics finally got him in over his head when he assaulted and robbed an old goat herd who turned out to be a longtime family friend. Infuriated, his father was all but ready to press charges and have the boy taken south by the law to serve time in jail in Ilsyrian, but his mother managed to temper that reaction. Kaven was given a choice. Be disowned and spend time in prison, or seek membership among the Black Arrows. His father always admired the order and figured if they couldn't, Shape Caven into an upstanding man. No one could. Caven, balking at the thought of prison, chose the Black Arrows. So while you guys are camping, go ahead and camp for the evening and then they'll talk about plans in the morning. Okay. So you guys are going to level
1: up. Is that what I hear? Do you want to go first, Uller?
0: I mean, I'm ready to go.
5: So I took another level in Monk, rolled a six for my hit points plus one with a constitution modifier, get an extra seven hit points this level. Uh, at eighth level, you get to add plus one to an ability score, put it into wisdom. I got a headband of wisdom, so I'm looking at 21. At level eight, a monk gets plus one to their base attack bonus, as well as plus one to all their saves. They have good saving throws. Their slow fall increases by 10 feet to a total of 40 feet. They get another attack on their flurry of blows, so it's four total, two at plus six to hit the other two at plus one unarmed damage goes up, but because I'm wearing monk robes, that's already been factored in. Mm -hmm. And then at 8th level, whenever I use stunning fist, I can make my target sickened for a minute.
1: Nice. Okay.
5: And then as far as for skill ranks this level, put 4 into heal.
0: I now have 6 ranks in heal total. I see. (laughs) I I take it that that's because you have a particular feat in mind coming up? Yes, this is
5: prerequisite work that wouldn't it be able to have been done in one level that and just seems appropriate for ruler it's not like i'm the one going off finishing people off the opposite of that would right. be going off and making sure they don't die that's right it's an in-character decision
0: absolutely absolutely good good okay great anything else nope that's monks are pretty easy at eighth level all right Reeton.
1: so barbarians are super easy at eighth level we get plus one to our base attack bonus Uh, We also get a rage power, which, because I have lesser elemental rage, I am getting normal elemental rage, which gives me an extra 1d6 of fire, cold, electricity, or acid damage while raging. So anytime I hit an enemy, I do an additional 1d6 damage.
0: Can you change what that energy type is?
1: You have to declare it at the start of your rage. Okay. Yeah. You can still use lesser elemental attack while raging, but it has to be a different type. So. I would have to say, for Elemental Rage, I'm using Fire. For Lesser Elemental Rage, I'm using Acid.
0: Got it. Okay.
1: My power attack goes from the first rank to the second rank, so it gets a minus 1 to attack, but a plus 3 to damage, which gives me minus 3 to attack and plus 9 to damage for when I power attack. Mm -hmm. And then I put, (laughs) for my skills, I put plus 2 in acrobatics, plus 1 in perception, plus 1 in knowledge dungeoneering, and instead of getting uh, extra HP, I get an extra skill point and put that into knowledge nature. And when I rolled HP, I got almost max plus 11 and for my additional skill point, I put that into con. so n- now I have You mean a ability ability point, point? Sorry. Now I have 18 to con.-hmm. So I without raging, I have 100 HP.:
0: And when you rage,
1: it's like 112 or something.
0: Barbarians are a lot of fun.
1: <laughs> so, they
0: need it because their AC is in the tank.:
1: Yeah, it's like that's the only thing I'm able to consistently <laughs> roll well on HP.
0: So was there anyone else? Harper?
3: going up bard, which puts me two rogue, five bard. At fifth level bard, I now have the ability of lore master, which means I can take 10. Just once a day, I can take 20 on a knowledge uh, skill. Inspiration abilities have gone up, so they just have additional pluses. An additional spell per day, so I went with... Heroism. So, just all the inspiration.
0: (laughs) That's great. That's that's very useful for the team. Okay.
2: You inspire us. Quite
0: inspiring. All right. Does anyone else have anything they'd like to report?
2: Is there any way you could give me 125 XP right now? (laughs) Yes. Okay, then I can level up. (laughs) We level up exactly. Why not? Let's do it. I can't tell if you're joking or not.
0: I am not joking. Please take the 125 experience point bonus so that you can level up at this time. Because it will be a while before you can level up again, I suspect.
2: Okay. Then, yeah. Or
5: Clinton's just in a good mood tonight.
2: Yeah. I am also in a really okay. good mood. Well, I greatly yeah. appreciate yeah. that. Um, all right. That means I'm going to have to do some stuff. All right. So, hitting eighth level brings my BAB up to six, which gives me an extra attack. So, now I'm at three with two weapon fighting. Okay. I also get Improved Uncanny Dodge, which means I cannot be flanked. I also get a Rogue Talent, which I'm going to use for combat trick, which will allow me to take a feat, which will be, let's do dodge. Or, wait, do I have to take Combat Expertise before dodge? No. Then, yes, I'm taking dodge. All right. I think that's it. It was easy.
0: Okay. As you were doing your discussions and talk amongst the new team members of of the Black Arrows, Ceres, you get this really strange feeling about Caven. Whenever the team of Black Arrows, the remaining Black Arrows, vow their vengeance upon the Kriegs, you note that you watch Caven because you're really interested in his weapons and you watch him and he just shifts very uncomfortably. Something is very wrong with him. He does not feel in alignment with the other two. Jakardros and Vale are definitely on the Vow track of getting revenge. But Kaven? Mm, No. The rest of the team, however, does not sense this.
2: Okay.
0: Only Saris senses this. And Uller, you remember when you first uh, were waking and releasing the Black Arrows from their cage that Caven had a seven-pointed star tattoo on his inside left wrist. He takes great pains on hiding it now.
1: So he has a Sahedrin tattoo?
0: Nobody else knows this. I don't know. Only Uller saw that.
5: If he has that tattoo, that probably means he was going to the love boat that, what was her name, Zanesha was running.
0: The Love Shack. Yeah, Love Shack.
5: There was like a letter that we found at first.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, what was, what was the sister's name? My sister, but I don't see her name. Maybe that's why we don't know her name.
1: Yeah, her sister's mm-hmm. hanging out there, though, right? She was supposed to go to the Fort Rannick.
0: Either way, the woman's name you're looking for that was running the paradise. Love Barge. <laughs> what, the Love Shack. Love Barge. <laughs> the Love Barge. Uh, that uh, that woman's name was Lucretia. 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 That sounds familiar.
1: She sounds fun.
0: Okay, Maybe we can
5: bring it up again whenever we start planning our siege on uh, Fort Rannick. Which is
0: right now.
1: Yeah, we should do that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, all three Black Arrows pledge their uh, assistance.
1: Okay, good. I'm happy that they pledge their assistance because, I mean, it's yes. their
2: home. Well. Uh, I was going to get up and go pull Ulrich aside and talk to him for a quick sec. Look, Caven, he doesn't have the same bloodlust as the other two for killing the ogres. Something feels off about him, I'm not sure.
5: Just get a bad sense about
2: it? it well, he doesn't have the same fervor when wanting to get revenge on the ogres that took Fort Rannick.
0: Saris, you also feel that when he gave his oath, he was lying.
2: He also seemed to be lying. Like, he, he didn't have any kind of truth behind the words when he was giving his oath to avenge his fallen comrades
5: when we sit down and actually start planning the siege on this fort maybe we shouldn't give him so much responsibility
2: yeah that's a good idea we should keep him close by i don't trust him
5: how about this if we plan anything he'll be with me and whoever's with me if he seems like he's gonna do anything suspicious he seems like he's gonna go turncoat i'm not gonna let him
0: go all right the two of you return back to the the camp where Vale, Caven, Shalalu, Jakardros, and the rest of the team are looking at the plans of Fort Rannick. Do you confront Caven at this time? We're just going to take a little more subtle contact. Okay.
5: Before we start discussions of how we're going to actually plan this out, I just really want to make sure everyone's going to be given this their all. Do so I have everyone's word? I go around the fireplace getting verbal confirmation.
0: Jacardros and Vale say, absolutely. Kavan goes sure.
1: Well even I could see that one.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's he's very hesitant. See? Now we don't need to call him out. Now everyone knows. It's a thinly veiled bluff. Uh I, I think most characters here could let's see who uh believes him and doesn't believe him. Harper, you uh you definitely don't believe him. Tara, you don't believe him. Reeton, you do. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I think he seems trustworthy to me. I don't know.
0: That's right, so far everything's up and up. Caven's fine. Uller definitely does not believe him. Listen, Caven, I understand if you don't want to go back in there and risk your lives over this. No one's asking you to do that. Jakarto says, bullshit. <laughs> We're absolutely asking him to do that. It's his duty.
1: Oh, yeah, the murder thing. They'll, mur- they'll execute him
0: for betrayal. Oh,
1: wow, okay.
0: Wow. Well, almost everyone knows that Caven's lying. I don't. Except for you, he's fine. Well, listen, Caven. I'd like to give you the option to walk away, but
5: it sounds like these people ain't gonna let you do that.
0: Jakarto's and Vale say, "Absolutely not. We will not let anyone back out of this. You're in with us, or you're out, and you know what that means." Caven looks all concerned, and his eyes grow wide. Caven says, "Well, no. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely back you guys up. Yeah." Uh, I, I mean, I have no reason not not to. Uh, uh, taking back the forge is probably in all of our best interests. Liar. Yeah, I definitely
1: lying. I think he's fine. I don't know what your guys' problem is. <laughs> uh,
0: no reason. To, I don't. I don't have a reason to hesitate at all. We know you're lying, bud. Just come clean. Yeah. He's got a very worried look on his in his eyes. Even your own brothers here don't believe you.
3: What's your hesitation?
0: This is, there's. It's not like I betrayed us or anything. Betrayal. decardro says what? What? He as he gets up and starts moving, I okay. do too. You know he's lying. There's he's he's not
4: telling something. He I know he's lying. I know he's trying to get away. I'm gonna look over at Uller and be like, "You need to grab him."
0: Uh, roll for initiative.
3: Okay, he's team. Misunderstood.
0: <laughs> Don't you guys remember that the 7 point star tattoo was being used in association with the the barge?
4: There's only one of us here who knows, and he isn't sharing information, so...
0: Didn't somebody tell us that, like, a third of the town had that
5: tattoo, though? Like, everybody who was going to that barge?
1: Yeah. And and the Black Arrows are supposed to be against the barge.
5: Yeah, they really weren't supposed to go to that place. I'll call them out on it. Yes, please. Listen, Caven, I understand if you want to back out of this, but... I mean, I see that tattoo. I know where you've been. We all have our vices. Sometimes you need to be able to indulge, and sometimes you need to be able to... Take a step back and be responsible. Now is one of the times to be responsible. There'll be plenty of time for, for leisure and gamble or whatever it is you want to run off and do later.
0: Oh, he hides the, he pulls the shirt sleeve down and he tries to hide the, uh, I don't have that tattoo. And the other go, well, we noticed while you were, uh, didn't have your equipment. We noticed that tattoo, but we just didn't have time to ask you about that. Well, we know that that tattoo links you to the paradise. Love barge. The love barge. What's this all about? Uh, nothing. I, it's nothing. I, I, it doesn't mean anything, Kaven says. Jakardros and Vale are taking up positions to prevent him from escaping. Jakardros has even started to put his hand on his sword. Would now be the
5: good time to declare prepared action? Yeah. Ulir wants to charge Caven if he
0: starts making a okay. run right for it. Kaven begins to look around nervously like a caged animal, and he says, I'm, I'm not going to be blamed for this! You're not going to blame me for this! And he just turns to run, triggering your action. Uller crosses oh. the 20 feet or so and jumps over Kib. So with a 32 to initiate a <laughs> grapple. And then Uller just grabs him by the cuff and puts him in an arm bar immediately. Child's play. Is that the arm that has the tattoo? It is, and you... Rip back the, the sleeve and show everybody, of course, the two other rangers. <gasps> it's true. You are the traitor. No, no. It's, I, I it didn't mean to turn out this way. It's not what I wanted.
1: It, it,
2: it,
0: uh... Tell us. Tell us now, he said. Uh, Jercardos says. Caven starts spilling the beans. Okay. At first, the disciplined lifestyle did Caven good, and he reformed into a respected and effective member of the order. However, when Lady Lucretia opened Paradise's gambling halls to the public a year ago, Caven and two other Black Arrows sneaked down to the barge one night to sample its offerings. Clinton, it's a barge. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was enough to remind Caven what he liked about the quick and exciting life of gambling, high risk, and crime. Caven volunteered for the weekly Southern Patrol, a route most of Black Arrows disliked due to its relative boring route, along the eastern shore of the Clay Bottom Lake. Rather than spending his nights on in Turtleback Ferry or Pendaka, though, he took to spending them at Paradise. Oh, of course, Lucretia recognized him as one of the Black Arrows, and knowing that having an ally on the inside might someday be a vital boon, she seduced, charmed, and made him her pet. As the months wore on, Caven fell deeper and deeper into Lucretia's thrall, to the extent that she no longer needed to keep him charmed. He not only began to steal from his fellow rangers to fund his secret nights of debauchery on the Paradise, Blabberge. but in the end, it was he who betrayed them at Lady Lucretia's request. Caven gave her all the information about patrols and defenses she needed to ensure a swift and distressive strike on Fort Rannick, and then Caven volunteered for the patrol that would keep him out of the fort when the assault came. He even engineered several delays during that patrol to ensure that he would not return to the fort in time to provide aid in the fight. What Caven had not counted on was being captured by the Grawls. So for the past several days, Caven has feigned loyalty to the dwindling number of black arrows caught between the horror of being found out by his comrades and the possibility of being the next one chosen for torture and dinner by the Grawls. So when you rescued him, he, he thought, Oh, this was his chance to perhaps escape. But uh, you were able to uncover the ruse.
5: Well, Caven, if I was a judge, I would exonerate you based on your, your wonderful exposition alone. Unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, I don't think the Black Arrows are going to be as merciful.
0: No, no, they. they uh, Jarkardro says we are now going to hold trial for the betrayal of Caven Windstrike.
1: Y- you know what I think we should do. Because I, I tend to know how these trials end, and they usually end in the person's death, I think.
0: That's exactly what's going to happen. Vale, what do you say? Is he guilty? Guilty. Sentence past death. And he steps forward, whoa, draws whoa, his whoa, sword. whoa, 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 whoa. Do you wish to stand between what we consider honor?
1: I'm going to pull out my weapon and say, hey, 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 let's not kill him. I think what we could do is we could strip him of his weapons and tie him up and somebody can take him back down to town and he can spend time in jail down there. He doesn't have to die for this.
0: If you wish to have his equipment, fine. But his life is forfeit.
1: I call Dibs. I'm going to look over at Saras and wink and then be like, why is he going to die? Why are we killing him?
0: For betraying our order. It is our law.
1: Yeah, well, your law kind of sucks.
0: It may have to suck, but this is necessary to maintain order and law within the unit.
1: I'm going to look around and be like, there's three of you.
0: There are only three of us remaining because of his betrayal. I'm going to offer my sword like, hey, use this.
2: <laughs> You'll be down to two after that.
0: Enough of this talk. Move out of my way.
2: Reetan, it's their laws. Respect them.
0: Dammit, Reetan, you're
5: violating the Prime Directive over here. No. Hold him steady. Uller, are you letting Caven go? I'm not going to interfere with their laws and customs, but he's not going to watch.
0: Oh, so you let Kaven go. He's going to run. Yeah, he
5: begin. He just bolts immediately. Honestly, yes. I'm not going to hold him down while somebody murders him. That doesn't sound like the monk at all. You
0: fool, you've let him go. You fool, you were going to murder him.
2: Ceres, go steal his stuff.
0: Jakardros and Vale both pull their bows.
2: I am totally going to charge him.
0: So go ahead and roll for initiative.
1: I don't want to kill this guy. Why are we wanting to kill this guy?
0: It's not that you want to kill him. The remaining Black Arrows want to kill this guy. Yeah, so the way that
5: Uler's justifying this is probably shouldn't have let him go. Probably should have put manacles on him. But I'm not going to murder this guy. I'm certainly not going to hold him while somebody murders this guy. But I'm not going to interfere with their with their laws. That's your intentions. Right. Okay. This guy, I mean, this guy was here because he what is it? a punishment for a crime. Wasn't that his
0: sentence? Yeah. Yeah. He was a criminal to begin with. Yeah. Which many of them started out that way. Not Jacquard Rose and not Vale, but that was a very common thing. Right. Optimally, they just send Caven back to a sentence. But the only sentence for betrayal is death.
2: Plus, he has the blood of 90% of the black arrows on his hands. Oh well, yeah. That's right. It, it, it's kind of one of
0: those. He is an enemy. He is a you, definite you enemy. You cause
2: a lot of death, you bring death upon
1: yourself.
0: That is correct.
1: See, I think that he probably didn't intend for everyone to die.
0: He certainly didn't think about it. Let's go ahead and read off the list here. Jakardros and Harper kind of tie each other at twenty-two, but Jakardros goes first because he's slightly quicker. Then it's Reeton, then Kaven, then Tara, then Saris, then Oler, and then Vale re- brings it up with a six. Where's Shalalu? Oh,
5: thank and you.
1: And Cat and Kib.
5: <laughs> I assume that Cat would act on um,
0: the Cat Jakardros's will act
5: turn. on Jakardros's oh. round. Yeah.
0: Oh, Shalalu did terrible with a four. Alright, so we've already kind of done the first round, which is Caven running away from the team to the northwest. Vale and Jagardro's pulling the weapons and the rest of you just kind of going, I really don't want to deal with this. Saris, though, however, does. She drew, drew her weapons. Okay, so Jagardro's is first. He's got his arrows, so he's going to fire first. He will use his uh, feats of deadly aim. That's a good one. I think that's what he'll use. Double dice damage with a single strike. Oh. Okay, so he rolled a uh, 27 to attack with his shocking composite longbow. He does seven plus another die, eight plus two, uh, nine. So that's 15 plus four points of electricity.
2: Oh, I want that bow. One shot. Cool.
0: Pay, you will pay for this, you craven caven. Our Harper, you're only 15 feet from caven as he runs past you. What do you wish to do?
3: Let's go with the tried and true. I'm going to go for magic missile.
0: Okay, so uh, roll your used magic device. DC 20.
3: 16. (laughs) I'm like, drat, blast. (laughs) You fail, (laughs)
0: but you don't fizzle. All right,
1: I'm not doing anything. I'm delayed by turn.
0: You just sit there. Hmm.
1: Yeah, well, you guys have fun.
0: Kaven runs, and there's 60 feet right there.
4: Okay, Tara. I'm just gonna move 30 feet up and 30 feet to the left, chasing them. All right, Saris.
2: Question: Is this like in the morning after everyone woke up? Is this like nighttime with? The-
0: it is in the morning. It's really annoying. Also, just to remind everyone, again, the rain has not stopped. That's why they made the camp under the cover of this large tree.
2: Okay. Does the is the rain enough to provide concealment?
0: No, it doesn't provide concealment.
2: Oh, it's all right. That's fine. It's disappointing, but it's whatever. But I'm going to charge. First time ever. Oh, okay. Stab this guy with my long sword. Alright. So, 21 to hit.
0: You hit barely.
2: For 8 damage.
0: Alright. Uller. was gonna
5: take 2 move actions, move 100 feet closer, and then pass the turn.
0: Fail. Now that Kaven is in melee, he has to take a minus penalty to his uh... He... Let's see, let... what is his uh, feats that he's got? Oh, he's more of a 2-weapon fighting type of guy, so he, he doesn't really have a good... Yeah, so... He's fighting, firing the melee. Kaven has cover. Deposit longbow at plus seven. Uh, AC 19, he, yeah, he totally missed. Now Shalalu, she is going to fire her bow as well. AC of 22. Uh, Kaven has cover, so that misses. And that is the end of round one. Jakardros fires his bow again. He's much more accurate. He doesn't suffer the melee penalty. AC 24, which hits Kaven again. He shoots two arrows this time. Uh, nine plus eight is 17, plus three for the electricity, 20 points. That's pretty good for an arrow. The second attack, he rolls an AC of 21, but that happens to miss because of the cover. All right, Harper.
3: I will try the wand again. Okay. No, 15.
0: Yeah, you, again, you fizzle. Oh, dear. Reeton, he delays in disgust. Uh, Kaven. He is going to move northward towards the Grawl homestead. He will move uh, th- sixty feet.
2: Uh, is that a withdrawal action?
0: Oh dear, that's right.
2: If not then he. Uh, let,
0: let's look at his morale. How many hit points does he have left? <gasps> ah, he he falls to the ground, quote unquote, unconscious. Saris, I would like you and Uller to make a a check to a sense motive check.
2: Twenty six.
0: Fourteen. The DC will be 10.
5: Awesome. Wonderful. Seeing him lay on the ground, just pretending to be unconscious, mm-hmm. I'm going to pull out the manacles from my bag and start twirling them around my finger.
2: And as, as he <laughs> okay. does that, I am going to sit on this guy's back, activate my uh, my wrist sheath to pull out my dagger, and just hold that, my short sword, up to this guy's neck, and just be like, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh. no moving.
0: He's feigning unconsciousness, so he's not moving. Tara, what do you do?
4: I'm done. If he's captured, I'm done. Saris, you're just covering
2: him? like if he makes any movement.
4: It'll provoke an attack of opportunity. Okay.
0: Ullur, do you apply your manacles? Yes, sir. He is captured. All right. You don't get extra experience points for him. You've already gotten experience points for uh, rescuing him.
5: Well, Caven, if you actually are sleeping... I'll pray for you. Hopefully your next life will be a better one.
0: He poorly feigns.
5: Pick him up over my shoulder and bring him back to the Black Arrows.
0: Okay, you bring him back to the Black Arrows, and you throw him down at Jakardros' feet. Everybody comes back to the tree, the camp tree. (sighs) Anybody going to stop Jakardros from performing the duty he is meant to do? I will try to stop him if that's uh, available to me. All right. How would you like to do this? Intimidate or,
5: or diplomacy? I mean, I know which one would work better, but I'm going to do diplomacy instead.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I would say the DC is going to be very high. It would probably be like 25. DC 25 diplomacy check to talk Jakardos out of this. So you're saying there's not a chance. Well, maybe not you, but the team, if they want to aid. Absolutely die talk not. on their own.
2: Yeah, I'm with my sister okay. on this.
0: All right, Guitaris and Saris abdicate. Uller, do you want to make a check? Listen, Jacadros.
5: Kaven's involved in this situation because he did some wrong. We heard his story last night around the campfire. He bonded with us. That's that's life right there. I can't rightfully stand here and just let you condemn him. Now, if that means he needs to go off and serve a sentence for a crime that he did in a past life, so be it. But murdering him in cold blood doesn't do anything Except, you know, unless you get some experience points out of it or something like that. But we didn't get any <laughs> experience for him, so I don't think you should either.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't think we should murder him. I think we should put him in prison.
0: It's not murder. It's an execution. There's a difference. Chicago says.
5: Look, I already got him in shackles here. And as a deputized sheriff of the town of Sandport, let him be my problem. We could send him off on a ferry with a letter to Sheriff Hemlock, and I could just say, hey, he's incarcerated under the authority of Ullerburzum and the Warriors of Light. He's off your hands, and he'll serve as punishment.
0: Reeton, do you wish to assist in this diplomacy check?
1: Sure. Okay. I'm, I'm great with diplomacy. I got a. Roll
0: diplomacies.
1: Negative one.
0: I have a negative
5: two, so good good have team.
1: <laughs> I rolled a four.
5: Got a three.
0: Oh my god. I rolled a zero. <laughs> Okay, Jakardros, sheriff, he says, sheriffs of Sandpoint, they have no jurisdiction here.
5: It wasn't about jurisdiction, it was about
0: preserving life. He just completely ignores everything you say about this and beheads Caven immediately. Shing! Jakardros says, his equipment's all yours.
1: That was a senseless loss of life.
0: Senseless? Upholding the values of our tradition? Senseless? Hmm, I'm really concerned now about our ability to take back Fort Rannick with the likes of the Warriors of Light, you say? Ha! I'm a little concerned.
2: They're effective, they just don't like murdering.
0: This wasn't a murder, this was a justice and, and a truthful thing. That's right. This is a morally right. It was a lawful execution. A lawful execution. He even admitted to his crimes.
1: If you want to question my prowess, uh, you can do so.
0: I do not wish to fight unjustly. You must not have any concept. I don't know how the dwarves handle justice, but it's certainly you have no clue about how things are done out here in the wilderness. Well,
1: our trials are more than two seconds long. We got that going for us.
0: We are at war with these ogres. We don't have time. By the way, there aren't any more Black Arrows due to this man's treachery to bring him to trial amongst his peers.
5: You said there's none left. That's not true. They got you two. You two will survive. All of us together, we're going to persevere. We're going to take back Fort Rannick. The Warriors of Light will not fail on this task. From there, you guys can grow, take in numbers, and learn from your mistakes. Maybe change your your ways of having people serve life sentences with your barbaric nonsense. All I'm saying is, we don't need to be enemies with each other. And it's a damn shame what you did to Caven.
1: Did you just use barbaric as an insult? I am offended. I also used
5: dwarf and small as an insult in that same sentence.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, very well. We shall plan out our attack on Fort next time on Rise of the Rune <laughs> Say goodbye, everyone.
3: goodbye, everyone. Mm-hmm. Bye. <laughs> goodbye.
4: Bye-bye. <laughs> <laughs>